explain, but it, it just like obviously you know we're going to all the different events and stuff and we're interacting with all the people that are there for yacht week but you know at the same time as as much as there was a whole itinerary that we could follow i still felt very much like at peace while i was there um you know whether that be because we were like staying on the water or what <laughs> you know i don't know that's what i was gonna say I'm like that water calms you down real quick Oh my goodness, there's nothing like waking up and like you just take like 20 steps up to, to the deck and like, it's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. So. Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour where we interview dope people doing dope things. Today we have a dope guest. Sir, can you please introduce yourself? What's going on, everybody? My name is Joshua Howard. Uh, I mean, that's my name. And uh, repping Jersey uh, to the fullest, uh, but also a proud descendant of West Indian heritage. So that's Where, what, what's, what's West Indian heritage? Uh, so my father is from Grenada and my okay. mother is from Barbados. So. Oh, oh, so you got all the island vibes going on. Oh, oh. You, were, you were savage. People just don't know about it yet. I got you. Oh, oh, wholesome looks. All right, so what do you do? Uh, so I do a lot of things. Um, so my career, my nine to five, I work as a, a video production uh, specialist um, for the city of Plainfield um, for like a local broadcast station. Um, but in general, um, you know, I'm pretty much in every lane of creativity. So, you know, I'm a spoken word artist, I'm a writer, um, you know, it, it kind of extends beyond that. I'm also an entrepreneur, uh, just started a business in June. So that's exciting. Um, nice, nice. What yeah. is it? Oh, uh, so we're not talking about it just yet. Oh, you want me to talk? I could. You can talk about it. If you can talk about it, let's, let's, let's hear what you can. This is your, look, this is your chance to kind of put you out there. So it's good. Um, so the business is called Good Soil, essentially. Uh, that's one of our shirts we did. Um, but yeah, essentially we sell clothing online. Um, and, you know, the entire theme for it is, you know, just about nurturing the infinite, the infinite potential in the seed, you know, and us being the good soil. So, you know, if you have a seed of opportunity that comes through, if you have a, a seed of, you know, change or transition or whatever, just making sure that you're the best possible version of yourself to be able to realize that. So. So that's, that's super dope. That's super dope. Um, so what got you into traveling in the first place? Uh, well, honestly, my parents, <laughs> um, so being a descendant of, uh, two Caribbean parents is definitely, um, you know, I've always grown up with a, a wider view of the world. Um, so, and, you know, my dad, especially he, and, insisted that you know pretty much every year we go back home uh to to grenada so um you know throughout my childhood like i you know i feel very comfortable in airports you know i feel comfortable being in uh different environments uh to a point where it's like you know i wonder what else is out there so you know um but that was the initial uh trigger for me and you know being able to experience that you know, open my mind up even more. Like I already had, you know, the the general perspective that I got from my parents, but being able to actually physically go someplace else and experience the culture firsthand, um, you know, definitely had more of a, a, 
uh, impact on my desire to travel. So. So, like, kind of talk about, like, growing up with both cultures. How, how close or different are they? Um, well, there, there's, there's definitely some differences. Um, I'm a lot closer to the uh, Grenada side um, than I am with the Bajan side. Um, you know, but for me, um, the, the difference a lot of times, like, I feel like if you, ex- if you meet a Bajan person versus if you meet a Grenadian person, you know, they have different personalities, um, you know, and, and the things that they uh, take a interest in, you know, might be a little bit different, but that's unique to everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but from my personal experience, because I can only speak for myself, you know, because, you know, people are dynamic regardless of where they are, but um, the Grenadians that I've met in my life are definitely a lot more uh, social, um, you know, so they definitely enjoy uh, going out to, you know, different events and, you know, having uh, deeper experiences, um, you know, but the, the Bajan people that I've, you know, had the privilege of, you know, being around and meeting um, are definitely uh, very focused on, you know, personal development and being like a good person and, you know, just like carrying yourself a certain way. So, um, you know, but like I said, that's not everybody because I've met people on the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> from each culture. So, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Because like my dad, um, before he came to the United States, spent a lot of time in Barbados um, and um, like the Bahamas, um, Puerto Rico. So like he brings back a lot of bit about like everybody and like most of what he brings back is like how everybody was about peace and love and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like you said, some, some people have that, got that side and then, you know, some people that are on the other side of that. So where have you been since, right? So you mentioned, you know, childhood was kind of the introduction to traveling. Like, what are some places that, where are some memorable places that you think you've been? Um, let me see. So memorable, I would say my top, my top two destinations are uh, Croatia and Brazil. Um, so um I think Brazil was my last like major trip that I did. So went to Rio for a uh, carnival and um, went with my older brother. And that was a, like, it, it was a mind blowing experience. It's everything they tell you about and more, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there's certain things you want to, you know, look out for while you're there, but for the most part, the people there are mad cool. Um, you know, the culture is good. The food is good. You know, the energy is like tangible, you know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things I like about, you know, going to certain places is like when you when you step foot off the plane and, you know, you can literally feel the energy of the place. So, um, you know, but then also Croatia, you know, I went for Yacht Week um, and, you know, I know, you know, a few of the people that I went with and I know you've also, uh, you know, been yourself uh, out there. But um, yeah, that, that trip was, it, it, it's hard to explain, but it, it just like, Obviously, you know, we're going to all the different events and stuff and we're interacting with all the people that are there for Yacht Week. But, you know, at the same time, as as much as there is a whole itinerary that we could follow, I still felt very much like at peace while I was there. Um, you know, whether that be because we were like staying on the water or what, you know, I don't know. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, that water calms you down real quick. 
oh my goodness, there's nothing like waking up and like you just take like 20 steps up to, to the deck and like, it's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. So, Plus the alcohol helps too. So, I mean, I know on my boat, the alcohol helps, but you know, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so what excites you about the next trip? Like what keeps you wanting to travel some more? Uh, man, honestly, I think that learning about different cultures and experiencing the, the differences between the way that we live at home versus the way that other people live, you know, abroad. That's definitely one of the highlights for me. Um, you know, there's like, so for example, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on in society right now. Right. Um, but, you know, I probably took the trip to Croatia. I want to say uh, two years ago. Um and there, there was an incident where uh, our, our skipper had said something, you know, or, you know, kind of alluded to something that was very offensive to all the black people that were on the boat <laughs> with him. Wow. Um, yeah, you <laughs> can't do that. Yeah, uh, sure can't. Um, and, you know, even there, it's like they have like some soccer teams. It's like one of them has like, I think the Confederate flag is like their flag or whatever, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, but for them, because they don't have like their deepest of understandings about our history and what these, you know, symbols mean and stuff, for them it's like, oh no, we don't mean it like that. You know, it's just like a historical thing. And like, you know, we had that conversation and that dialogue, you know what I'm saying? So for, for me, that was interesting because for me, it's like certain things, you know, I just understand you know what I'm saying? As, as that, you know what I'm saying? Whereas in other cultures, they might not be able to understand. So not only do I get to experience their culture, but I can also share the knowledge and the experience that I have, you know? So I, I think that's one of the things that, um, honestly, I think travel is one of the things that can kind of bridge the gap between all cultures and kind of get everybody in the world on the same page. So that's, that's, and you touch on something. The next thing that I want to actually want to ask you about is like, given the current civil unrest um, and most recent um, uh, results from the Breonna Taylor case, right? Um, we here feel like we're not protected, we're not safe. Um, when traveling abroad, do you feel as a lack of a better term, paranoid traveling abroad as you would nowadays? Um, traveling through the cities of Newark, um, Plainsville, <laughs> New York, Chicago, um, you know, and at this point, there's a, a Rochester, New York, right? Um, you know, do you feel safe traveling? You know, have you felt any type of prejudice or racism outside of that one situation where a conversation was able to bring it down to, you know, where both parties can understand what each other are coming from? Um, so, I mean, it's, as a black person in general, um, you understand that regardless of what country you are, there's been historically just throughout, you know, human history, um, the, the darker people have been more oppressed or have been looked at in a certain type of way. Um, and there are some countries that have a very strong connection to, to that. Um, so there's definitely a lot of places that I hesitate to, to travel to, um, you know, just because of whether it be things I've heard or just like, 
you know, the history associated with it. And it's not like I don't believe those places have, you know, changed over time. However, you know, one, there's a lot of other places on my list that are safer that I want to go to as well. So I'm just going to prioritize those. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's definitely, uh, it's frustrating. And the the thing is, too, it's not just like traveling abroad, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, yes, you know, there, there's racism abroad and yes, there can be, you know, differences in culture that, you know, cause like, you know, people to look at you a certain type of way or, you know, but that's also something you can experience domestically. So, you know, mm-hmm. due to the nature of my work, I've done a decent amount of domestic travel as well. Um, so I've had delivery of seeing probably 30 something states, you know, mm-hmm. and I've had those same experiences here in places that I didn't necessarily think I would, you know, like had people, you know, follow me and, you know, harass me in places and, you know, points where it's like I've been surrounded and like didn't know what was going to happen, like stuff like that. So um, I think that's just a nature of, you know, being black um, in this world, not even just this country, but in this world, that's something that, you know, you kind of have to think about. So I, I would say I definitely hesitate um, to travel certain places because of my personal experiences and what I've heard and what I've learned over time to be, you know, the nature of humanity. Um, however, I don't let it stop me at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So while I might not, you know, jump immediately, you know, to go to certain countries, it's not like they're off my list. You know what I'm saying? I still plan on going there, you know, but I'll definitely do my research. You know, I'll make sure like, cause there's plenty of, you know, black bloggers out there who, you know, document their travels and, you know, there's a lot you can learn about how to navigate these spaces so that, you know, you can still enjoy the culture and enjoy the the positive things that these places have to offer um, without putting yourself in danger or feeling uncomfortable or unwelcome. So now do you think um, a modern day green book internationally would be kind of dope for us right now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause I mean, it, it would give you the opportunity to make safe passages to those countries that you're hesitant to now. Mm-hmm. Right. And at that point it, you don't, you're no longer allowing the, what's been said or what we know of these countries to kind of impact the travel. You can mm-hmm. focus to the parts, to the parts of those countries that are just like, you know what? these people support us, these people are about us, then I'm going to just go, I'm going to just not necessarily avoid things, but be cautious of how I move around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and the thing, I think it would be dope because like I said, like there's already some pieces of that, right? That mm-hmm. already exist. So it's like, even when you talk about, uh, you know, just like the, the power of the black dollar and stuff like that and supporting black businesses and all that, right? It's not like the energy isn't there or the pieces aren't there, but it's a matter of trying to figure out a way to, because I don't want to say like one-stop shop it, you know, but like consolidate all those pieces so that there can be something like that where it's like, I don't have to, you know, do a whole Google search for three hours to, you know, get the information I need to go to one destination and, you know, I'll, be able to manage my travels from there so that'd be dope that look you know i mean you're the production person so i don't know you might know a bunch of people to put together a nice little documentary <sighs> who knows 
Man, you I mean, got to put, put that on you. I'm going to put that on you. I'll help you. Let me know what I, you need from me, and I got I'm you. I'm saying, like, you put it all on me, like, you ain't <laughs> out here putting out videos and whatnot. I see you. Listen, listen, listen. I just interview dope people doing dope things. You don't see me out in these streets. Mm. You know what I mean? But I want to move on to Corona, right? Um, my first interaction, I was in a, I was on a Mediterranean cruise, and I'm hearing about cruise ships getting stuck at ports. And I'm I'm trying to be like, yo, I need to get up off this boat as soon as possible to get home. Where were you when things started to hit the fan? Um, well, I was home to be honest. Uh I was not abroad, thankfully. Um and you know, for me, my main thing was I had a lot of trips planned for this year. <laughs> um You and me both. You know, like they all got canceled every single one of them you know what i'm saying and and i was hurt you know like this is going to be like you know because i haven't been to africa yet like that's still oh man untouched you know soil for me um so i got some i got something lined up i'm gonna once i get it once i get it solidified okay i'm gonna hit you up all right i'm here for it man so because that was supposed to be um like my father retired last year so he was going to do like a um you know, like a two month tour of a bunch of different countries and stuff like nice. that. So, nice. you know, I was going to, uh, you know, I have my own itinerary for, you know, places I want to hit. So like we would, you know, meet up at a certain point and, you know, explore one or two places together. But, um, you know, in addition to that, it's like, you know, I had a plan to go to Bali, Jamaica, like there's, you know, Mexico, um, like there's, there's a lot of places that I, I had, like, and this is like beyond just like thinking about it. It's like I had like the flight was picked out like this. You know what I'm saying? So Listen, it hurt. you and me both. It hurt a lot. Yeah. So but I mean, at the same time, it's like I, I understand, um, you know, as frustrating as it is. And as much as, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily fond of, uh, you know, being locked in my quarters, so to speak. Um yeah, I, I, I get it because at the end of the day, you know, safety is what comes first in these type of situations. So, you know, I can't be too mad. Um, you know, and I know a lot of other people that had it worse than me. Like they was already, you know, somewhere like I think I had uh, one of my friends was in Spain, um, mm. you know, and literally could not come back home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that sucks. Um, you know, I have another friend that's like studying in, in Italy, same situation. Like there's, and Italy was going through it, you know, in the, in the early stages. So, um, but yeah, you know, at the, at the end of the day, one of the things that I've learned just through traveling is how to roll with the punches. So it's like, even though, you know, it's, it's not my favorite outcome, <laughs> you know, I just kind of roll with it and, you know, prepare for, you know, whatever's next. So. Oh man, yeah. I mean, that's that's so true. Because now we got to deal with this new norm, right? Yeah. Like, how are you adjusting to the new norm? I mean, it, it's it's been weird because it's also been. I feel there's been phases, you know. So there's you know the phase where nobody necessarily knew exactly how things are going to play out. It's like things shut down, but there's you know not necessarily a direct. Uh, you know, a, a direct plan from, you know, certain people that are high up in the government who I won't give the time of day. Um, well, we understand, we understand Cheetos. It's called, yeah, you know, you know, um, we're Cheetos. 
Yeah. So, you know, that happened and, you know, I was blessed enough to be able to um, have an employer that allowed me to work from home. So, um, you know, this is like my little workstation that I'm on right now, um, you know, but even now things are starting to open up a little bit. So we have an alternating schedule at work, um, you know, restaurants are starting to, you know, open their doors again and things like that. Um, I'm still, I'm still trying to play it cautious because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't think, and especially going into flu season, like, I don't think this is something that's going to disappear. You know what I'm right. saying? Not just going to be gone in two weeks because I think the window for that um, has passed um, yeah. to a certain extent. Um, and especially at this point, I think that if we were to do what we needed to, to mm-hmm. really get rid of it, people would be frustrated because it's like, we just wasted, you know, all these months, you know, and, you know, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's rough, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily too flustered by it because I think that, you know, there's enough people that I'm in touch with, so I don't necessarily lose the social connection. Like, obviously, you know, you have the digital experiences, you know, in different events that happen online, um, but also, you know, outdoor events. I've been to a few picnics and stuff. Um, and honestly, I enjoy having a mask because it's like, you know, I'm like a I consider myself in between an introvert and an extrovert. So it's like, I understand exactly what you mean. Like when you're I'm there in just my enough bag, for like, people, you're just enough for people to notice you and forget you at the same time. There we go. There we go. So, you know, that part of it is nice because I had the mask on. Don't nobody really want to talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, wow. So, so now that we're at a new norm and you know, outside is starting to open up. These influencers are out here, you know, dropping in Tulum like it's Miami Beach, right? Um, you know, you got your newcomers that are like starting to gear up. They're like, all right, 2021 is my year. I'm going to finally hit these streets because Corona done destroyed the year. Um, what are some tips that you would give a newbie traveler? Because um, you alluded last, you alluded um, around like the Green Book is like, you know, multiple days on a Google search just to try to find a, a dope place to go to. What is something that you would recommend recommend them do um, when preparing for their first trip, like domestically or internationally? Hmm. Uh, I mean, so just based I, on your experience. I, I would say that. Well, two main things for me, like if we're talking specifically to beginners, I would say the first thing um, I would recommend holding off on your dream trip. <laughs> uh, I would not make that your first trip. Um, I feel like there's certain things about, you know, when you're traveling, like you learn how to get the most out of an experience, like the more you do it. Um, so I feel like if a person was to choose like their dream destination to be the first place, they're not necessarily going to be able to fully, you know what I'm saying? Get everything out of it. I'm not saying it's impossible. Right. I'm just saying that, you know, there's a million different places and, you know, God willing, you have mad years left to live. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I want to go to places that I want to see, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's like a list of like, you know, two, three places that I'm just like not touching, you know, and I'm an experienced traveler. But right. like, I feel like that's like the, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I'm in the, like I'm in places. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to go there and do it right. You know what I'm saying? So that that would be the first thing. And then the second thing for me, I think um, if, if you're traveling with other people, make sure you choose the right people to travel with. Um, a lot of people think it's just like, oh, you can just go with any friends or you can just go with any family. Nah. Um, like the wrong person can make a trip miserable, um, you know, and people travel for different reasons, you know what I'm saying? So some people go to experience the culture, some people go for the history, some people go, you know what I'm saying, for the cuisine, like there's various different reasons. Um, and also people have different temperaments. So some people mm -hmm. are very strict, like we're sticking to this schedule, this itinerary that I made and, you know, we're not deviating at all. Other people are very laid back and they're just like, okay, well, let's just do whatever we feel like it when we feel like doing it, you know, but let's not stress, you know? Um, right. So you, you got to make sure that the crew you're with um, is compatible with you. They don't necessarily be, need to be the same, but definitely compatible. Um, you know, so for for me, that's a major thing because I'm I'm I lean towards the laid back side of things because for me, I don't want to go to a vacation and then be stressed. You know, trying to stick to itinerary or exhaust myself trying to do every single thing, and then right. like one, I don't really fully enjoy it, and then two, when I get home, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I like that. I like that idea of not making your dream trip your first trip, right? Mm -hmm. Um. I think you got to go through the woes of traveling. Um, if, if you're, you know, like some trips, like when, 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 if you're not the type to kind of adjust when things mess up or don't go as planned, um, your dream trip could easily be ruined because all these things you imagined it to be may not, it's like, it's like some people say, like, you never want to actually meet your celebrity crush because they mm -hmm. might turn out being dicks, right? <laughs> so um, mm -hmm. it's the same thing. It's like you're talking about I want to go to the DR because, you know, social media or whatever made it to be this glamorous pay place. And you get there and you're like, OK, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little upset. You know what I mean? So I, I actually like that. No one's actually mentioned that. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't think I have a dream trip. I have bucket list spots. But. Mm -hmm. Um, as much as I've traveled so far, I think I've learned to roll with the punches to the point where it's like, I'm not surprised by much nowadays. You know what I mean? And I've learned to travel with few, with less means. So for me, I can go from third world to Metro and almost not bad at that. I'll be prepared for third world. Yeah. But, but the thing is, the cool thing about third world is you got Arab money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, talking about, um, yeah, so talk about going somewhere where the dollar is 28 or 100 or 300. I hear Bali, the dollar is almost like, what, a, a thousand to one? So you're talking about balling out of control. Like, um, perfect example, went to Cape Town three years ago. Um, it was like 13 to one, right? A bottle of Henny here at the club probably run you like $400. It was 40 bucks a person. So we bought, we, each person bought a bottle of, of Henny for $40. And so that was a lit, that was a lit event. You know what I mean? But nice. yeah. at the same time, like you said, you know, um, go through your trials and tribulations. Um, Yacht Week definitely isn't possible with non-compatible people. 
So Yacht Week 21, people, if you're looking to do Yacht Week, if you don't bang with them now, you're not going to bang with them on the boat. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because it can get awkward, and y'all yeah. got six more days to go. You got nowhere to go. You nowhere to go. Like, unless you've got it, and you're going to get a hotel with every port, keep in mind, every port doesn't have a hotel. So you really got to be careful as to where you go. So yeah. um, so that's dope. So, so what do you got coming up, or what do you have going on that you kind of want people to check you out? Uh, well, I mean, the main thing for me right now, like I'm trying to focus a lot of my energy on the business. So if anybody is interested in buying some, some very comfortable premium apparel, you know what I'm saying? Uh, check out the brand Good Soil. It's uh, livegoodsoil.com. It's website and it's underscore Good Soil for the Instagram. Um, you could also follow me on my personal one is at JH intro. Um, but outside of that, man, I'm just working on a, a few things I can't necessarily talk about yet. Some, um, there, there's some video projects in the works, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I, I'm, I think 2021 is going to be a, a good year for content for me. Um, okay. so I'm definitely going to, step out into the light a little bit more than I have in uh, previous years. So, um, yeah, but also too, on my personal Instagram, I share, you know, if I have any shows coming up, I share them on my stories and everything. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I just appreciate the opportunity to have the conversation, bro. So, you know, thank uh, you. Thank you. Listen, we're going to see, we're going to see more flick of that wrist, man, because you was cooking up. I mean, a little, a little something. <laughs> So uh, for those who don't know, like I have, I had a cooking show uh, for those who don't know um, and, and just even getting it started because it's like I had plans to start it like way last year, you know what I'm saying? But then, you know, there's some like conflicting stuff with like other shoots and so we couldn't necessarily get it running, um, you know, but then we did, we released the episode um, and then COVID hit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's not just me, if it was just me shooting it. You know, I'm saying? like I would drop episodes every week because I love cooking, um, but can't have the crew in the house. So, you know, we're we're working through some things. But now that things are opening it up now, because I, I think I could probably pull it off with, you know, a small crew. So uh, I, I'll definitely keep you all up to date. OK, OK. I mean, you know, I might want to you know, we might have to have a conversation off off air. We might have to put something together, bro. Hey. I mean, between the, the two intro extroverts, we can we could probably get some things working, man. Bro, I'm here for it, man. I'm always down to collaborate. Y'all heard this. My man said he's willing to collaborate. So, look, we, bought, we about to have some fire content coming out soon. I'm going to hold him to it. You feel me? So, I appreciate you, good brother, for jumping on here and supporting the show. Um, we're growing with every support like yours and... Um, you know, definitely.